0: Hi, everyone, and welcome to the Happy Self podcast, where we talk happiness from both a professional and a personal point of view. I'm Tracy Fox, your host. And for those of you who do not know me, I'm an NYU certified executive life coach. I work with clients all over the world. I've written four books on happiness, and you can find out more about me at my website, TracyFox.net. Today, however, I'm very excited that we're speaking with Rhonda Elish and Edie Van Breams. They are sought-after interior designers, and they've created an entire home furnishings and design company called Alish Van Breams. They are the go-to resource with an international following that offers the best in Nordic influence. Not only do they have four storefront locations, both in Westport, Connecticut and Nantucket, Massachusetts, but they're also the authors of three best-selling books. But for all their celebrity status, they are still two of the most approachable, lovely, and generous ladies who credit their success to the time-honored values of friendship, hard work, and lots of laughter. So today, we're going to be talking about not only how to create a business, but also how to create a beautiful home. And so, Edie and Rhonda, I would love to start with the question around your friendship, because you were childhood friends and then after college you remet and you decided to work together. So could you tell us about that?
1: Yeah, so I was married, I came back home and Edie was living in New York and we sort of reconnected and she would come out on the weekends. We were living in um, Black Rock, my, my husband and I, and we just became inseparable basically and we started going to auctions and um, doing events together I was involved in um, an interior design business and we were doing a charity event and so I dragged Edie into it Um, and we just found out that we really really loved working together and that was sort of something that um, we knew we had like interests but we had no idea you know when you're working with your best friend if it's going to work or not And we had parties and we did all sorts of things together and we started realizing, oh, this is really nice. We really have this great synergy and we love working together. And so we always talked about having a business and we weren't sure what that really was yet, but we'd always talk about the business, the business when we have the business. And we really thought we were going to be film producers. We really thought we loved film and we thought, you know, this would be great. And we had this idea for this thing called film barn and we were going to be in a barn and have movies and produce. And then we realized, oh, wow, we didn't go to film school for that. So that's not really going to (laughs) work. It's not really practical. Um, But we looked at the things that we really loved doing and what we really loved doing was going to Antioch. you know, antique shows and auctions and a lot of decorative arts. We love to travel. We love to shop. And, you know, we started thinking maybe we'll have a little antique shop. That would be fun. And we would love to do that. And we had this sort of vision for what we wanted and it was going to be sort of lifestyle antiquing and whatever. So we went to Europe. We both quit our jobs and took out loans and, um, everybody thought we were insane they all told us like you can't have a a business with your best friend you're nuts it's never gonna work out and we were like you know what we're just gonna try this out and see and um we went to england stayed with a friend didn't really find anything there looked all over the place we found a a swedish chest then we went to holland to go visit Edie's brother-in-law who was a fine art dealer um and we only found a scandinavian piece there too and then we went to sweden to go stay with my aunt um and fell in love and realized the dots connected That that's really we wanted to do northern european antiques and we had no northern european but we didn't know specifically swedish scandinavian um but it's something we both grown up with because my i have a huge swedish family in Edie. um her mom is uh, a Swedish American. So there was this connection that we hadn't even talked about, but it just sort of came up and we're like, oh yeah, we had this similarity and this sort of similar sensibility. Um, And from there, it just sort of evolved. And it was kind of like the universe gave us the light bulb and we just went from there.
2: Yeah. It, It was sort of a, you know, when you have a, they call it a coup de food, Tracy, where it just hits you. We were on the tarmac, as Ron was saying, on our way to Sweden, and it literally just hit us like this giant light bulb idea that why don't we just specialize in Scandinavian? And at that point, there weren't many Scandinavian importers and dealers in the United States. It was really something more that um, England had been doing for a while, um, but not so much in America. And we just got so excited about it. I mean, we planned like the whole the whole store, it would be lifestyle antiquing and you'd walk through a gate into a Swedish manor house and we were mm. gonna replicate the 18th century. And we, we just got so excited by that whole idea. And um, I, it literally was sort of like one of those heaven sent light bulb moments.
0: So that's fascinating. And it also brings me to the two other questions because you both mentioned it, which is great. So I know there's a lot of people in the listening audience who do want to start a business with a friend. And you guys have had success at that. So we need to know some strategies because a lot of people start that business and then I'll run into them (laughs) later and they are arch enemies because something Mm -hmm. fell apart, there was a power struggle, there was a money struggle. So how have you guys avoided that entirely and really just had a really successful business in terms of the roles of two friends starting a business?
2: You know, I think we're very fortunate in that money, yes, we're business women, but money has never been our driving force. Hmm. And we're not one to be like fighting over, you know, you had the extra martini, Mm. give me an extra $20. It's never been like that with Rhonda and I. It's like, you know, her house is my house is my house is her. I mean, Mm. you know, because we grew up together, we're almost like sisters. So we have a different relationship in that I do consider Rhonda part of my family in a way that maybe Mm. we have even a weirder friendship because our families grew up together. So, and um, we... Always said if it came to it, like not we just stop the business rather than fight with each other. Like, and you know, there's been moments where we've had you know disagreements, but the, the central um, reason we're in business together is really respect. Mm. And we love yeah. working together. So we have a bedrock foundation of respect for each other, each other's knowledge, and we each bring something to the table. Um, and we're we know we're stronger together than apart. You know, I've done projects with that, Rhonda. And, you know, she's done projects without me, but I always call Rhonda in, like if I'm doing a design project that, you know, my client, and, you know, I always ask Rhonda to come in and look at it. And she brings so much that I hadn't even thought about. And mm-hmm. I know you, Rhonda, I mean, I don't know, Rhonda, can you speak to like that that respect thing you have to have for your business partner?
1: I, I totally agree with everything Edie is saying. I You have to... Overall, the relationship is the most important thing, and that is the foundation of everything. And if anything is going to compromise that that relationship or that friendship, then you drop whatever that is and you focus on the friendship and the relationship. So for us, we always said if there was anything that came uh, in conflict with our friendship with the business, that the business could come and go. It's not it's more about the the bedrock of the foundation and the friendship that we have. And Eni is my family. I mean, uh, she is my sister. She is, you know, I, I've grown up with her. I'm her children's godmother and vice versa. And, you know, yeah. I, you know, and I think that is the most important thing because I think business partners who are friends who go into business together, The focus shifts to the business. That's right. And there's there are going to be, you know, thankfully Edie and I are always on the same page. We may come at it at different angles, but you know, we always come to the same conclusion, which is we're very lucky about. Um, And even if we didn't, we there's so much respect that we respect one another, talk it out, and see what you know, and 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 compromise. But
2: we don't really have those issues because I. And you can't really hold back. That's another yeah. thing. Like it's like we've had things where it's like, you know, I, I think this person should join us for this reason. And, you know, I might disagree or she might disagree. It's like, you know, don't not your business partners, like th- have that talk. If there's a doubt you talk about it mm-hmm. immediately, you don't let things fester, you don't like, oh, well, I'll just let her do that, it, now, if there's something that's bothering you, you have to talk to each other, and I, I think it's really, communication is really, really important, and, you know, we're very lucky that, you know, you know, we, we're very honest with each other, you know, <laughs> super honest, honesty, you know, no bullshit,
0: I love it. You have all the values lined up. Great great priorities, right? No, seriously, the honesty, the communication, yeah. that the friendship comes before the business, all of that stuff. So that's great advice. And and then the second question of course is about Scandinavian essence. For those of us who haven't been I mean I've actually traveled there, but there's many people who have had a chance to travel to Norway or Sweden. So what is how do you define Scandinavian essence?
1: I think for me it's um Or for us as a company, it's it's um, form and function, it's simplicity, it's support of a family. the The interiors are very holistic. You know, it's it's about um, creating environments that are balanced in harmony with the way you live, balanced in nature, balanced in um, good design. And good design for everyone. And that's sort of our motto. Um, it's good design for everyone. Whether you're a bajillionaire or not, there is design and there's opportunity for anyone really at whatever level to incorporate Scandinavian design into their home. Um, it's a very, less is more, it's, it's, and you have to sort of train your eye to be a little bit less um, cluttered
2: Right. There's space. There's, you know, Swedish design holds the space. So there's balance and there's things, but, but it's pared back a little bit, but it's not stark. So it is a balance and a lot of people don't get it right. Um, Mm. and so you do, it's, um, it's, it's sort of interesting because, you know, and there, there's, um, if everything is beautifully designed you can have things that aren't Swedish like okay so here I'm standing here in my showroom. You know, this is a Swedish Danish vase hmm. but you know you, the design of this is so simple and beautiful but you can mix it with like other things in your collection but there's if you have enough of that clean simple lines mixed in with you can mix in arts and crafts chair or like oh my god i have this incredible french armoire i mean people you can do scandinavian design without having purely scandinavian everything scandinavian because it's really about a mood as Rhonda said a supportive environment that's sort of
0: a holds, mix.
2: yeah a mix a mix yeah. yeah
0: okay so what's the starting place for people when they want to make their homes more beautiful um, and maybe they don't have a large budget. Where is a, the place to start to make your home more inviting, more warm, more functional?
1: I think you look at what your ultimate goal is. You have to look at that sort of perspective. Um, look at how the light comes into your room or your house. And does that determine a wall color? You know. Do you want to warm up the space a little bit? Sometimes it's just adding paint, you know, very simple, adding a a cooler color or a color that absorbs light more, bringing in more light into your house. Um, It can be as simple as that. It can be as simple as decluttering rather than having 50 million tchotchkes all over the place, maybe refining it down to the ones that really mean something to you. And and simplifying it a little bit and and creating less clutter will then create less noise in, in in the in the space itself. And it's a little bit more soothing and refreshing, I think. It was interesting, Edie, a long time ago and I were on book tour and we did a lecture at the D building. And Albert Hadley, we were very fortunate, he wrote the forward to our first book, and he was a huge mentor of ours. And we were talking and somebody asked Albert, um, you know, what is it about Scandinavian design that you're attracted to and that you find interesting? And he said, and, and Albert was a man of very little words. He didn't usually, he wasn't very um, verbose. <laughs> and he said, for me, yeah. it's about less is more and um, the edit. And that is one of the hardest things to learn because you have to have that eye to understand the edit in order to do the edit, if that makes
0: sense. It makes complete um, sense and I love that. And I even love the idea, which I had never thought of before about just thinking about where the light comes in the room. I mean, that's something yeah. obvious to you guys, but for us neophytes, that's such a great starting point, literally.
1: Yeah. It's really yeah. helpful. And then, and then and another
2: it. thing, I think people yeah. always think like they have to, you know, what do they call it? Throw out the baby, the bathtub, you know, and, and start over, like, I've got to get rid of everything and start over. No, you know, take what you have, as Rhonda said, choose things that are meaningful to you or you think look strong in the room or look really, you, know, you know, support you. And then, you know, take something and give it a little love. I mean, it's incredible how just like reupholstering like the chairs in your bedroom and getting a new beautiful duvet cover can ju- and as Ron said, paint. I mean, that can just by paint and new linens and, and fabrics on your things can just transform
0: your room totally
2: without having to go, you know, buy like the whole new
0: room, right? Absolutely. So uh, the, the thing that's also interesting is... Uh, I did see your spread in Nantucket magazine and I know you have had a lot of press but that one to me was particularly striking and as a matter of fact I because I hadn't really met you guys before I actually thought you were the models (laughs) because that was
2: we wish (laughs) (laughs) you
0: no it was because it was fashion meets you know um furniture almost and it was really well done so how did that whole thing come about because that was a big deal
2: Honestly, we really owe that one to uh, Emmy at N Magazine, who does all of their style spreads and everything. And they, they have something called N Vogue, so Nantucket Vogue, and that's what they call their September issue, which is so fun right? Mm -hmm. Everyone kept saying, you've got to be en vogue, en vogue. I'm thinking, but I'm not having vogue coming to that. (laughs) It's American magazine. What's en vogue? We didn't know because we just didn't know. And that that was their insider term at the magazine. And they came with the biggest crew we've ever worked with. And we've done a lot of magazine things Mm. It was so great. They came with like these beautiful models they threw in and the photographer was amazing and and the hairstyle. I mean, it was like a real fashion shoot. And so really the fact that they came and they really walked through um, our store, our warehouse, the house out there, and they chose what they want to bring in and based on the outfits that they wanted to present. So there was a real synergy. This is when I love what, Rhonda I love it's when art and design meets living Mm. and just lifestyle and it's just fun right and um I don't know Rhonda you can talk to the posters that we've chosen for this house um and why you know because we have our crew out there and we have um wonderful store managers that are out there helping us you know run the store in Nantucket so we want to have a house where everyone could stay on our team when they come out, you know, with their family and friends, mm. and, um, but Rhonda can talk to how those colors came about and those wonderful posters.
1: I think we, again, wanted um, color and light and, um, you know, we're in, in on an island, so we wanted to have the posters reflect, you um, fun and surf and beach and so when you walk in you feel like again you're bringing the environment indoors and you're kind of feeling like oh this is a beach house this is great and you're immediately relaxed and they're happy colors they're bright and you know the house is very um, clean and white and stark and which is lovely and modern in the interior it's a restored farmhouse Mm -hmm. so then we get the opportunity to add color through the posters so it it brought a lot of life and energy into the space
2: and because we're a european because we're a european company you know um so we wanted to feel not necessarily preppy american nantucket which we all embrace and love so much but we wanted to reflect our brand a little bit Mm -hmm. so we brought in um sort of a lot of you know Cote d'Azur feeling, you know, posters from that period, a lot of French 1950s posters. And so it's almost like, you know, we could be in Cop Ferrat. It sort of feels yep. very in, in there.
0: Well the thing about it is it was just completely memorable. I mean I'll flip through magazines a lot and be like interesting, interesting oh, and move you. right along. And that will stay with me. That that particular thing. And of course that magazine in itself, just the just the magazine yeah. is like a piece of because you hold it and feel it and it's just such a luxury to even you know hold the magazine much less be presented in it so job well done that was really incredible all right so on to the fact that you guys mentioned it we have storefronts one in nantucket and one in westport we've written three best-selling books we have design consultation we have products we have furniture how do you do it all and what is your theory and philosophy on work-life balance
1: well We've actually grown to now three stores in Westport oh, and one in Nantucket. So that, that recently happened. That's wow. like, happened that, Wow, that's great. I think the, the, the answer to that is a great team. Hmm. It's a great team because you can't do it yourself. I mean, it's, it's impossible. And we have an incredible infrastructure and team together and that team is the foundation for everything else. If you don't have that team and you don't have the infrastructure, um, you can't do what we do. There's so many moving parts, right? Um, and so there are a lot of collective, intelligent men and women who are who are now part of Alicia Van Brems. Um We used to be all women, but now we've we've we have a few men that have joined the company, and they're fabulous. And um, so it's we're very lucky. We have a, an incredible bunch of smart people who are helping us.
0: All right. As you know, I, I mean, I work with a lot of smart and successful people. And the one thing they don't have is work-life balance because it's all work and no play. And so the question is, how, how do you, what's your philosophy around that? I know you have this amazing team, but are are you finding that balance or no? Uh,
2: well, there's always next year, right? <laughs> <laughs> yes, there is. That's on the to-do list. <laughs> <laughs> You know, it's, and, I think it's hard, Tracy, when it's your passion. So yeah. it kind of doesn't stop because, you know, I know you know this with most entrepreneurs. Yep. The the, the brain doesn't stop. That's and right. so um, we don't feel like we're working. <laughs> That's right. That's right. No, good point.
0: Yeah.
2: Carving right. out time for family is super important. And like just during COVID, I could just stay working all the time. To me, it's like nothing's really changed. Yeah. It's That's just, right. I, a lot of people feel the same way. Yes. It, Yes, we can just keep going. It's almost like great. There's no interruptions. But I, I started this year to really force myself to to you know get get home. I can't always get home by seven or eight, but I try and mm-hmm. or spend the mornings with my family certain mornings. And um, you know my kids are grown, so I'm talking about twenty somethings. I have a young grandson, and that's he's the one who's making me get work life balance. Okay, that, that little, <laughs> little guy. I just can't miss that part.
0: Yeah, so. no, they're so adorable. Rhonda, any thoughts
1: on that? I I, I agree. I have a fourteen-year-old, so I'm a little bit more in it, um, and uh, you know, just finding that balance of. I mean, I too love what I do. So for me, I don't feel like I'm working at all. Um, it's such a pleasure and such a uh, an honor to be able to do this. So I feel so fortunate. Um, and, you know, I, I spend time with my daughter and I have to balance it out. And I have to, when I didn't, when I wasn't a mom, I didn't turn off that part of me. I worked until I fell asleep, but you know, now I have to force my, not force myself. I want to be with my daughter. And so we spend time in the evenings together. She, you know, she goes to school during the day and then at night we regroup and we hang out and we have, um we usually watch a movie at night or watch, we binge watch like shows. She was totally into Grey's Anatomy, which is great because uh-huh. I love that show too. So we've been binge watching that. So we do things like that, which is fun.
0: nice. You have that old saying, right? If you do something you love, you never work a day in your life. So you're both uh-huh. making that point for sure. All right. So this podcast is called uh, happy self. And I always invite my guests to give your definition of a happy self. And you may have already done that, but why don't we start with you, Edie, go ahead
2: um, doing one thing you love, trying to do one thing you love every day. And it doesn't have to be for work. It doesn't have to be play. It could even be something, um, inward looking or just something new. And I think that makes me happy and always. And, um, I guess, yeah, just loving yourself, giving yourself something for you every day. Just, it
0: could even be two minutes,
2: Mm. you know,
0: Absolutely. Wonderful. Rhonda?
1: Um, I think going to bed every night knowing I did the best I could do for whatever that meant. If it was somebody who was in need, helping them. If it was doing a project, doing it the best way I could do it, um, giving my best for everything and um, being present and being supportive. I think that to me is the most important. That's the most valuable thing from, I I get the most out of that. I I helped, I supported and encouraged whatever that is, a person, a project, uh, um, a production piece, my, you know, to me that, that means the most
0: Perfect. All right. Well, I know a lot of people are going to want to reach out to you to either uh, consult with you or to visit one of your stores or buy something. So how can they get in touch? What's the best way?
1: Um, I think the easiest way is they can go on our website, um, evbantiques.com. And on there, if you're interested in connecting with us about our trade program or our interior design program or our shops, there is a a form you can fill out that sends out. You you can write a little bit about what you want or what you need so we can send it to the right department. Um, Or you can contact us directly um, at um, uh, either Westport. It's probably easier to go through. There's so many different emails. There's trade at evhem.com. And then there's design at evhem.com. But I think if you go to the website, um, it'll direct you to where you want to go. and um, I think that's probably easiest. Edie, do you think that's probably? Yeah, I think so.
2: And just go yeah. to the website and explore again. It's e-v-b-a-n-t-i-q-u-e-s.com.
0: And we Perfect. love, to see love you. the clarity. <laughs> <laughs> it's been an absolute joy. My privilege to speak um, with both of you. Thank you very much. And um, really, it's you have quite a successful business and you're an inspiration to all of us.